0: Four. I'm, gonna I'm gonna be a leader lead.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm excited. Today, uh, Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey, and we have our guest today from Switzerland. He's a speaker, a Victorious Mindset mentor. His name is Nathaniel Zerbreg, and I had an incredible conversation with him. Definitely check him out. You can find out more on him at NathanielZerbreg.com. I'll spell that for you really quick dot com. Go check him out. He's got a free gift on there for you guys. Uh, Four Steps to Unlimit Your Life Guide. So get that for free on his website. Uh, just had an incredible conversation with him. He's got an incredible, amazing story on the adversity that he's gone through and that he's made it through and the impact that he's having on other people's lives. So had an incredible conversation with that. I introduce you to Nathaniel Zerbrick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today, I, uh, I'm excited. My first guest from Switzerland. And, uh, you know, as you're listening to this, depending on when you're listening to this, currently, we're going through the, the worldwide pandemic with this uh, coronavirus. And just we're talking a little bit offline on how that's impacting us. But hopefully, uh, by the time you hear this, we're, we're, out, we're out of the woods on this thing. But I digress. I'm excited to have Nathaniel Zerbrig here from, like I said, Switzerland here today joining us. He's a speaker and victorious mindset mentor. Uh, So welcome to the show, Nathaniel.
2: Hey, thank you very much for the invite. Thank you for having me here. And uh, yeah, good meeting you all on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here
1: yeah how did how did, did you so i didn't know i was international you had you heard of the podcast from a friend or just came across it through online or no
2: i actually come across online i just saw like a champion leadership podcast yeah and i told hey i'm gonna wait. i have to wait that guy maybe i, I love it change to be on that and um, i didn't go like maybe it would, but like two day,
1: two yeah. days later, and then you
2: sent me an email back. All and, right, uh, here we go. Well, sorry really for the excited.
1: slow response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm excited to have you, and I'm glad oh. you reached out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love uh, kicking off the conversation with this question to start things off. The name of the podcast, like you say, it's Championship Leadership. What comes to mind for you? Like, what does that mean to you when you hear Championship Leadership?
2: Um for me actually like I love to to champion people and I I realized over my journey of life that all people have something in them, something unique, but it's not there yet. It's in us, but it's mm-hmm. not actually yet there. As you said, I'm a victorious minded coach and I love to uh help people to champion unlimited potential. And leadership, on the other hand, is all about one, my mentor, John Maxwell said, a leader is one who sees the way, goes the way, and talks the way. And I love that about leadership. We all, we all are leaders at some point, and uh, we can champion each other with the unique, unique skills, talents, passions, and strength that we have, yeah. and I think that's my fear of championship leadership. Yeah.
1: yeah, I love that. Thank you. And so, yeah, John Maxwell, you mentioned him as your mentor, and man, he's indirectly been a mentor of mine. Like that's really those were some of the first books that I really got into and started reading personal development for myself out of college almost twenty years ago now, and all the and I continue to consume and read his books. He's he's kind of. Uh, you know, as we, we got the Mount Rushmore in the United States of the Presidents, he's kind of on that Mount Rushmore of, of leadership and personal development.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, this guy is like something else and so blessed to, yeah, that we can be a part of his community.
1: Yeah. And yeah. learn
2: from him, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you said, uh, you know, part of what you said is you just love to, to help champion that the best and the potential and the capacity of of men and women to get that out of them. Like, where does that come from for you? And maybe just yeah, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. You have an incredible story, so maybe share your story and kind of really how you've gotten to where you are today as that speaker and victorious mindset mentor.
2: Absolutely. So my story is quite uh, unique, so like every story, and um, yeah, I I feel like. I had like the 15 years of my life, the first 15 years of my life, my life was like a mess, like medically seen as well. Um, I had a lot of um, medical challenges that I had to go through. I'm not going to too much into medical things, but um, mm-hmm. I had um, three failed kidney transplants. I was uh, diagnosed with an incurable chronic illness when I was one year old. Uh, which led to losing my own kidneys. I remember specifically in the event when I was three years old, I had a big stroke that led me into two weeks of a coma. And after two weeks, um, the doctor said, Hey, um, there's nothing else we can do. And, um, so I was, I was hanging basically on the life saving treatment and on the life-saving machines. Uh, I was in coma, my parents, they didn't know what to do and the doctor didn't know what to do. And um, so after those two weeks, they said, okay, we're gonna turn off all those machines. We, yeah, there's nothing wow. else we can do. And um, so my my parents, they were there, even my family already, they uh, prepared a funeral, but yeah. at the time, they turned off the machines. My parents were beside my bed, and all of a sudden, somehow, I say it's a miracle. Um, I'm a person of faith, and I believe in miracles. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But anyway, so all of a sudden, I started to speak again. And yeah, that was... The- wow. That was uh, basically the day I come back to life.
1: One. how old were you then
2: again? I was uh, four years old at oh, the wow. time, three yeah. four years old. And um, yeah, that was a huge miracle. Yeah, it continued, it, it wasn't, I recovered from that. I um, yeah, a, a few weeks later, I lost my hearing. Capacity of over 80% because of medications, of side effects of the medication. And then, yeah, it continued like one challenge after another. And uh, yeah, as I say, pre failed kidney transplant, Uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't be alive for six times by now, according to the doctors. And I lost my, um, yeah. I lost my, I was become hearing impaired and um, had over 40 operations and three uh, lung infections that I have almost, like, has almost led to, to dying. And as well, one of the biggest, probably biggest real event that I experienced myself was when I was eight years old and I lost my second kidney transplant. And the reality was, uh, for two and a half years, the first time in my life, I could enjoy a full life. I could eat by myself, I could go to school, try out new hobbies. I didn't have to go to the hospital three times a week for my life saving treatment. Wow. And all that stopped after two and a half years when I lost my second kidney transplant. And I was falling into a deep depression because all I ever wanted was as a child to have a kidney and have a normal life like everybody else. And at that time I just realized, okay, I have to go back to to my old crappy life, going to the hospital three times a week and all that, having again, on and on again. Um, problems with my health. So, two weeks I was uh, fully depressed. All I did was talking or thinking, sorry, thinking about how I actually can end my life. Mm. And there was a point where my parents realized that they have to do something. And they brought basically pastoral care to my home and Something shifted in my mind in my life at that time. I received a shift happened of having emotional strength again, physical strength and spiritual strength. And then uh, I realized that from that time actually there's more to life than having a kidney, than just having something, um something that we can get or buy or anything like that, so it continued my life continued. I had to go back to my life-saving treatment. Um, I had another kidney transplant when I was eleven years old. that lasted for about uh, thirty months, and then with fifteen uh, 15 years when I was fifteen years old, I finally felt like my life become stable and So I realized, okay, now I have that story, but I want to help other people. There's something in me, there's a unique story that I can help people to overcome challenges and struggles and difficulties. And over the past, like, 31 years, over over the whole journey that I went through, I actually realized it's not what is happening around us or within us that limited us. I think it's more how we set our mindset that we can unlimited our potential or even how we can overcome the, the struggles, the limitation and the difficulties. And I love the reality that our mindset can be so strong and um, has a powerful, it's very effective on how we deal with what's happening around us and in us and all that. And I hope it answers your
1: question. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're like, yeah, how did you, you talk about, you know, you have a message for others or a story that can help impact others that that might be going through similar experiences or maybe just very different experiences, but, but uh, a lot of, the same doubt and fear or depression and and so how how did you take that and turn it into what you do today as a speaker and impact people as as this victorious mindset coach as well What what you down that path
2: yeah i think it was it was i i never thought that i would end up as a speaker or as a victorious mindset coach i think um it happens Day by day over the yeah. last 15 years. Um, I think for me, it hasn't to be like for everyone else, but I think for me, especially with the desire that I have. So maybe I, I remember when I was 15 years old, I wanted to go to Australia. That was one of my first desires that I had. Um, but I didn't know why I wanted to go to Australia. So I went to Australia when I was actually 23 years old, and then I attended a leadership college. And what I realized, it wasn't actually, I wasn't, when I was 15 years old, I saw the whole picture, but I think it's something that we do along the journey. We we align our mindset towards the desire that we have. I think, Everyone has our own desire. Maybe some of you want to build a business. And one of the biggest challenges always to break it down, to break, to, to break down the desire and the, the imagination. What has helped me to mostly is to really have, yeah, just dream big. Like I want to encourage yeah. you, everyone, dream big beyond your imagination. Um, we have that crisis here at the moment. And I, I feel like, like we have a lockdown in Switzerland. And, mm-hmm. um, I currently am struggling with not being able to travel in the world because yeah. I'm on a, a waiting list for the transplant. Mm-hmm. And what I want to encourage you, whatever circumstances you are in, or if that, in business and leadership, see yourself already there, where yeah. you want to be. And I think that what I learned, um how I went there, or how I got there, and um, it's, it's powerful. Imagination is something that I realized is one of the most powerful things that we have, and keeping it high, like imagination, can become a discipline, and. Yeah. The more we imagine the more we imagine it, the more action the more it turns into actions and this is something that the way I ended up here
1: yeah, absolutely yeah i I, I agree with with that wholeheartedly um, you know big dreams, big aspirations, right and uh, to I love what you just said about making that a practice, right like a daily routine or ritual that you have to continually. Uh, dream big because I think a lot of people do they they uh kind of give up on them or let them go after a while um for whatever reasons right so maybe uh to that point is the next question of like so what's what is the vision for you I think championship leadership leaders have incredible vision and not only just incredible vision but courage to execute and take action on that um so I'd love to hear you know because you're a big dreamer and uh And and you put that into daily practice for yourself. What what's what's the vision or impact for you in the next five to ten years of what you want to do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I have a lot of dreams. So the challenge for me, like dreaming, is very easy for me. Yeah. But I think it's a lifelong journey to to divide the dreams into daily steps. But what I have realized is um. I, I currently sit looking at the whole picture, where I want to go, and each each year, the first weekend of the year, I'm going to take off a weekend. I look at the big picture. I do 5 years goals. I do one-year goals, and I do monthly and weekly goals. And then, um, of course, this, this will always be a challenge for to really implement the right steps um towards the dream. But I think like what I currently, uh, currently experiencing or have experienced already in a few ways to really uh trust in the process and ensure ensuring the, the journey as well. I think we can as leaders we have big vision we can often get so quickly caught up in seeing only the big picture. And um, this is okay. But I think as well, what's really helping for for many people and actually the the beautiful thing is we have way more people around us than we think we have. And I'm a big believer in the DISC report, if anyone has ever heard of it. Or not heard of it. It's um, a report that shows you how you react in different environments, how you communicate to people. And, um, I love to see like whatever strength or passion one has, it can add, it can, one person can complement that person and it explodes. And I love that about that. Basically, people are the biggest asset that we have. It's very challenging, for sure, to complement. And uh, I just realized I have a person in my life that is the opposite of what I am. And um, it's very challenging to adapt, but I know it's a person that I need because to constantly work out the vision that in me. And some are visionary, some are really good in details. And yeah. if we learn to, yeah, just to navigate that and to harmony with each other, I think that's something really amazing for leaders to, to have people on board that complement the the weakness with the strengths.
1: Yeah, totally right. It. I think yeah, great, especially championship leaders. Uh... They recognize their weaknesses, that so are secure enough to know that they don't have all the answers and nor should they. And that's that's a whole reason for having a team and people around you is to to help fill those gaps and uh, to get you all ultimately like to that mission or to that thing that you are that big goal or objective or dream that you have is to to all collectively come together. And a great leader is going to build that team and and surround himself with those pe- those types of people, right?
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. What's is uh, this is a question that I love to ask is, and I, I'm sure you, just like everyone has, has many critical moments or, or turning points or defining moments in your life. And maybe you've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but what's a moment in your life where it really, it was that defining moment for you where you just realized you made a shift. It was a kind of a fork in the road decision. And, uh, you decided to make this choice you did, which has you where you are today, but had you made a different decision, could, could absolutely be somewhere different in your life. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that listen to the show, and I think probably many of them, especially now, right, in this time, it's, it's, it's definitely a critical moment for many, and with the virus and the lockdown and businesses and the economic impacts, and maybe even daily, there's critical decisions. So is there a moment that pops out to you that you could share with the listeners?
2: Yeah, I think uh, it's a lifelong journey for everyone. And for me, I think it was the lifelong journey of being positive, like yeah. of learning to be positive. And uh, I think we can, yeah, we, we all have a choice to either look at all what's going on right now or looking into the future will be turn out much better than we actually accept. Or expect to be. Yeah, and uh, I just something got in my in my mind today. Yeah, we, we hear a lot in the media, about, especially in this current situation, that um, a lot of people die and um, all the people are affected by the coronavirus. And I don't want to minimize it. Yeah, um, but I I saw a post from a friend today, and he was writing about all the flu happening in the past mm-hmm. and he was way going back to the Roman Empire and all, all that and there was, there was numbers like millions to 10 million of people died and it was like oh, okay actually wow. we <laughs> have yeah we in, in that moment it looked like terrible yeah, but when we look what we have how far we have come medically and how far we have come um with ourselves with our health system and all that we we are actually in a really still i don't want to minimize it. we're actually in a really good place
1: to no absolutely yeah
2: yeah and uh, that's one thing like being being positive and mm-hmm. knowing that okay, now it's a challenging situation, but once that's over, um it will make me stronger, we will have probably most of the people will have challenges that they have never faced before. But I think that a challenge is always to learn and be stronger and become better. That's one thing, being positive, uh, looking at the positive side. The second thing is what I realized is um, just being grateful. Like right? I tell yeah. myself often it could be more worse than it is yeah. and it, it actually could be more worse right. and um it could be better yes <laughs> but it could also be way worse than what it is and i think that two things that i really want to encourage people in in difficult times and challenges to look at it and that's also something that had to do with imagination because when you look at the positive side you imagine already the better thing and you take action towards that and the whole surrounding will look completely different than when you look at on the other side and uh, that's what i can share with you
1: yeah no that's uh yeah staying positive like you said it it can always be worse right and For many, maybe it is. And so, yeah, just to to be very grateful even during these times is is important. It's a great perspective to have, for sure. As we wrap this up, I want to ask you just one last thing. Like, what would be one or two things that you could share with the listeners that if they they take and implement today into their life, they could help move themselves forward today?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I would really encourage you. Like, just enjoy the journey, uh, stay the path. And uh, be be unique. I think we we are sometimes so caught up as leaders today to want to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I believe um, you have um, unique strengths, you have unique values, and you have unique passions. And um, I want to help people to basically have a victorious mindset. And a few. I have a strategy that that I can help you with if you are keen and interested in, uh, which I call Four Steps to Unlimit Your Life. And uh, I really want to encourage you to download my free ebook on my website, NathanielChilvic.com. And it's all about helping you identifying your unique strengths, passion, values. And if you don't have a dream yet to create a dream, And uh, I would love to help you on the journey to live out the dream to take you along and uh, that you can create a dream that that you always wanted to live. And in turn, that drives other people to dream as well and uh, have a look at it. And I hope I have helped you and encouraged and inspired you today and uh, would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that free gift. And if you're listening and, and you're driving or whatever, and you can't write this down, we'll make sure that we absolutely have this in the link in the show notes uh, right directly to his his page where you can grab the four steps to Unlimit Your Life. So I uh, appreciate you, Nathaniel, for being here today. It's been so awesome to connect, and and I hope that we can definitely stay in touch. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, just have a great day. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Never give up.
1: Yeah, absolutely, have a great day. Let's go.
2: Let's <laughs> go.
0: In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, he was all alone. marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids. That's who I do it for. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to lead the way. I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. Look, if I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast.